Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Thanks for joining us at XM.com. This is the Weekly Outlook. I'm Cristina Marujos, and with me today is Lead Investment Analyst Raf Boyajian. Now, we have two major central bank meetings coming up this week, one of which might give us the first rate hike of 2022 in a flurry of data. And all this paints a picture of an exciting week for markets. So let's get right to it, Rafi, starting with Canada, because the Bank of Canada meets on Wednesday. It's going to be the first major central bank that holds its first policy meeting for 2022. Now, there's a lot of speculation of a rate hike, even though the bank has signaled that there won't be any raising of rates until the second quarter. Do you think we will get a surprise rate hike this week? And what would that mean for the loonie? Well, Christina, like you said, there's a lot of speculation. Uh, expectations uh, had already been steadily rising for uh, quite a few rate hikes by the Bank of Canada uh, for this year. Uh, and then after the recent strong employment and inflation data, data that we got out of Canada uh, recently, uh, now markets uh, are pretty certain that the Bank of Canada will not wait uh, until uh, April, which was their uh, last guidance at the last meeting. Uh, and there's about 85% probability uh, that's priced in by the markets that Bank of Canada will uh, move early. Um, so despite the fact that uh, this would still be, be quite a way off from the, the Bank of Canada's last uh, guidance, so it's not exactly if they do decide to raise rates, it's not exactly uh, would have been a telegraphed uh, rate hike. Uh, so that normally uh, you would expect to see a big market reaction on the, on, however, this time around, uh, because uh, markets are pretty certain, uh, despite the fact that we haven't had any signals about a rate hike, that the Bank of Canada will act uh, on Wednesday. Uh, we might not necessarily see a huge reaction uh, in the loonie. However, should the Bank of Canada decide to, at the same time, uh, be quite bullish about their forecast and uh, signal that a lot more rate hikes are on the way, then that could be what would make more of an impact uh, as far as the loonie is concerned. Crossing into the United States now, the Federal Reserve also meets this week on Wednesday again. But apart from that, we have a flurry of data out of the United States, with the most crucial ones probably being the quarter four GDP numbers on Thursday, followed, of course, by the CPI uh, inflation numbers on Friday. Do you think we'll see a hawkish Fed this week? And how will the dollar move? It's certainly going to be a crucial week for the dollar, which is now back to the levels it was before last week's dip. So. Uh, if the if the, if the Fed is hawkish and data is strong, uh, that's probably going to uh, determine what happens to the dollar, whether it's going to hold within this range that it's been comfortable in for the last couple of months, or if we do see a convincing breakout, whether uh, to the downside or the upside of that range. With the Fed, I think there's little doubt that there's going to be more hawkish sound bites uh, coming up on Wednesday. Powell will probably signal a rate hike for March. And we could also hear a bit more about the Fed's plans around its balance sheet runoff. There's risk that, though, Powell might play it safe and try hard not to rattle the market, especially now that we're seeing a bit of a sell-off in the stock markets, uh, which would be probably seen as somewhat dovish and could be negative for the dollar. Uh, but the data will be important too, and though that could uh, lift the, the dollar because uh, the, the GDP for the fourth quarter and PC inflation, US GDP 
growth probably uh, moved up a gear in the fourth quarter, while the closely watched core PC price index, uh, which is uh, the main inflation metric that Fed looks at, that probably edged up to 4.8% in December, uh, all of which would confirm that the US economy is robust and that inflation uh, isn't going to go away anytime soon. And speaking of data, let's cross into Europe now because we've got flash PMIs coming up in both the euro area and the United Kingdom. Now, what are the risks for the euro and the pound, considering that Omicron likely weighed in growth at the start of January? Well, the euro has been struggling lately uh, after its bounce back proved short-lived. If we see any positive surprises, uh, that could that could lift the single currency, but overall it's probably going to be the dollar setting direction next week uh, because, uh, uh, like you said, we've got uh, the Omicron outbreak in Europe that probably uh, did weigh on growth. Uh, and similar story in the UK as well. Uh, but the main difference with the UK is that there is a bit of political uh, turbulence uh, at the moment. Uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson is under a lot of pressure to quit following the Partygate scandal. Uh, he'll probably be able to hang in there for a while longer though uh, but of course you know, never know with the world of politics uh, anything could happen uh, but the question is would Johnson leaving uh, and getting replaced by another Tory candidate would that have much of an impact on Sterling uh, probably not uh, so although we could see some knee-jerk reaction to the PMI data if there are any big surprises overall it's probably uh, going to be down to the dollar too uh, as far as what happens to the UN pound. And before I let you go, Rafi, let's have a quick look at the Aussie and Kiwi because there's quarterly CPI data on the way. And since we don't get frequent inflation numbers out of Australia and New Zealand, how important will these be for the Antibodian pair? Well, they will be quite important because, like you said, we don't get monthly updates. Um, and given that inflation now is all the rage lately, uh, they're certainly going to be getting a lot of attention. We like to see CPI picking up in the first quarter in both Australia and New Zealand. Uh, so we could there's a good chance that there should be a boost for the Aussie and the Kiwi. However, markets have already priced in uh, several rate hikes this year for both the RBA and the RBNZ. So the extent of potential gains will likely depend on the broader market mood uh, and of course what happens to the US dollar because both countries are very sensitive uh, to risk appetite. Uh, so even if you do see strong CPI data, uh, if the market mood remains uh, kind of jittery like it is at the moment, uh, then we might not see a huge uh, boost to the, to the antipodean currencies. Rafi, it was great having you with me today. And thank you for joining us here at XM.com for the Weekly Outlook. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.